Welcome to the very first episode of How to Live, the podcast. We are so excited to have you joining us for this brand new venture and we are super excited to be sharing with you this concept and this journey that we're going to be taking you on over the next hopefully years. I want to say podcasting is going to last a long time. Definitely, definitely years. Okay, years, years. Let's stick with years. I'm Jess. And I'm Steph. And we are the Dadon Sisters. We run the blog How to Live. And luckily for you, we look exactly the same like twins. You can't tell us apart, but our voices happen to be really different. So mine's really high. And mine's really low and husky. So that's how you'll be able to tell who is who. Not that it really matters. No. And this is new for us because nobody can ever tell us apart. And finally, people can tell us apart on audio. So welcome to our first episode. We are super excited to get started. And we thought, you know, on this first episode, we could kind of take you through our how to live journey and tell you our story of where we've been and all the things that we've experienced on this crazy, crazy journey. Totally. And we're not sure whether you're joining us and you know all about how to live and you've been on this journey with us or if this is really the first time for you. So we thought we could just give you a little bit of a rundown on our background, which really started six and a half years ago now when I, Steph, was moving to Paris for six months. Um, Our dad is actually from France fun fact. And I thought it would be a really fun experience to go over there and study French. And at the time, blogging was kind of, you know, coming up in Australia, but not, you know, not really like blowing up. But we had seen a few and, you know, we had always lived together. We're we're best friends. And, you know, we, we always also shared a wardrobe and we were like, what's something really fun that we could do together that would kind of keep us together, even though I was going to be in Australia and Steph was going to be in Paris. And the blogs that we were following at the time, like I remember we'd seen Susie Bubble was blogging yes. and her style's amazing. And we just thought that was so cool. I remember Elin Kling um, came over to Australia. She visited and she she gave a talk at the workplace I was at at the time. And I was like, this is so cool. Like what her job is like flying across the world and just like going to fashion brands. And we were like, okay, okay. Like we could, we could try and get a little, a little action in this, in this area. Yeah, exactly. Like we had always been super interested in fashion but more in like the way that we dressed and you know people had always said to us like oh you guys have cool style and whatever but we just kind of like to play around and because I guess we had each other it was like a really cool like you know we were never afraid to like wear something a bit out there or like experiment with our fashion because we were just like eh like you know we've got each other yeah and like now definitely when I look back at some of the things that we were wearing in the beginning they make me nauseous what were we wearing yeah what were we thinking but we didn't care and that was the beauty of it that we had the confidence to go and rock what we thought was so cool at the time and that was I think what really started to resonate with people so I moved over to Paris we started this daily diary we decided it had to be every single day and I remember people saying to us why would you want to post every single day that's crazy and we were like no if this is going to like be anything if this is going to get off the ground we need to dedicate every single day to it totally and I remember at the time it was tough but that's definitely something that we credit our success to is that like consistency of 10 a.m every morning all of our followers knew that they could come to howtolive.com and there would be a new post on there and I think like in the beginning it was really tough and 
really looking back, we should have had a bank of like 50 posts so that we weren't like every day, like scrambling for new outfits like we were, but it really, really did pay off in the end. So I think, you know, when we started, we didn't even launch with an Instagram, which is just so crazy to think about now. We started with a Facebook page and we were like, all right, how are we going to get this blog out there? How are we going to get it noticed? How are we going to get people to see what we're doing? So we would do things like post on a Facebook, the Facebook page of any brand of the clothes that we were wearing. Even like customer service emails. Like I remember going to brands' websites and just finding customer service emails and just emailing them photos of us wearing their clothes and be like, here we are wearing your clothes. Like, do you want to feature us? And slowly brands kind of started to pick it up and, you know, they would kind of include us in an EDM or write a blog post about us or post about us on their Facebook page. And that was kind of how we started to gain our following in the beginning. Um, so then it was September and, um, it we'd been blogging for three months at this point. Exactly. I was going over to meet Steph in Paris during my uni holidays. And it just so happened that my uni holidays perfectly coincided with Paris fashion week. So what turned into like a family trip was then like, no, how to live's going to Paris fashion week. Yeah. So we had no idea. We didn't know anyone in Paris. We had no connections there. We didn't even know what we we're going to wear. So our first pot of call was we wrote to a bunch of Australian designers um, that we loved and that we looked up to and we wrote to their PR teams, we wrote to everybody we could and lo and behold, a few of these awesome brands that we loved and that we'd, you know, had been wearing all this time said, yeah, great, we would love to loan you some pieces, you're going to Paris Fashion Week. I think that was the first, like, pinch me moment. It was like brands like Shakahachi and Alice McCall that we had been wearing for years and, like, idolized these women who had started these brands and all of a sudden they were like letting us loan their clothes for free. That was insane. Yeah, like we I remember going to that first PR company to like go through the showroom and we were literally like kids in a candy store just like going nuts over all the beautiful clothes that we just like had access to. It was the most bizarre situation. Yeah, so we had all these amazing clothes and we were like, right, now we need to somehow go to these shows. We don't have any connections. So what we did was we somehow found, you know, through Google, Google University is our favourite, and we basically just Googled all of the brands. We found PR contacts wherever we could and we wrote to them and we were like, hey, we have this blog you know, we, we tried to talk it up as much as we could. If anyone had shared it, we were like, you know, featured in this, anything we could find to make it sound, you know, somewhat, somewhat cool. Um, and we sent them our photos and, you know, at the time our photos were really strong. So that was great. And we said to them, we're coming to Paris for fashion week. We would love to come to your shows. So um, a few of the shows said yes, and mostly it was just kind of standing room. And some people don't know this, but, you know, as, a, as someone who blogs or even as a fashion student or a media student, you can actually write to these brands and request standing room at their shows. And sometimes they will say yes, which is a really cool little tidbit for you. Yeah. So there we were at Paris Fashion Week. We were going to some shows. If we weren't invited to shows, we would still go because there's such a buzz outside the shows. And, you know, we would still dress up and people would taking our photo and and we were you know really we were just having a really fun time that yeah. was like we were like fully felt like celebrities like we would get out of the car in front of the shows and like we would be like swarmed by paparazzi and like we're just like laughing to each other like what's going on like why do they want to take our photo and where will these photos go like you know at the time we didn't even really know so we were walking down the street outside I think it was the Isabel Moron show yes and we were wearing Alice McCall yes in this, like powder blue yes 
matching set. And because we'd loaned all these pieces from designers, you know, there's everything in a collection kind of looks the same. It has the same theme to it. So because of that, we were wearing matching outfits. And this woman came up to us and she was like, wow, I love what you're wearing. I love that you're, you know, you're at the forefront of this twinning trend. Could I take a photo of you? She took a photo of us and she was like, I'm actually the fashion editor of Grazia UK, which was a huge magazine. Yeah. And she took a photo just on a phone. Like at the time I was very unassuming. We just thought she was like someone on the street who liked what we were wearing. Anyway, she emails us a few days later saying, I'm actually working on this piece on the twinning trend. Would you come to London and do you want to be a part of this piece? So we were like, yeah, we're getting on a train to London tomorrow. We're like, oh yeah, we happen to be in London tomorrow. We didn't. We just got on the train. No, no, obviously we were going to London. So then we went for this interview and then I think it was a couple months later, this three-page spread in Graz UK ended up being printed about us, you know, how to live, the Dadon sisters being at the forefront of the twinning trend, comparing us to people like the Olsen twins and like all these incredible people that are our style icons and really like painting us as these huge Australian bloggers. And it ended up being printed all over the world in Australia, in United Arab Emirates, everywhere. And the thing is, you know, they say fake it till you make it. And that just really rang true at that point for us. We weren't really anything. We were just these girls from Australia that were writing to each other across the world. And having those articles really, you know, caught the attention of brands. And then all of a sudden we were in this whirlwind of people writing to us saying, hey, do you want to come and and style this for our collection? Do you want to be in our campaign shoot? All these incredible opportunities came our way because of all of those things that led up to that one point. And I think people often say to us, you know, like, what's the secret? Like, what was the key to your success? And I think definitely at every kind of step, it's hustle. Like at the core of what we do, it's like hustle and putting ourselves out there and not being afraid for people to say no, because literally like, you know, maybe from the outside, it looks like all these amazing opportunities, but I can't even tell you how many no's we receive. Like for every one yes, it's 30 no's. And like in the beginning, those no's are like knives in your heart. But then, you know, it kind of like you get a thicker skin and you just like get into it. And now like it's just like water off your back. It's no big deal. Well, to be fair, like we do still get no's and it's still a blow. Oh, we get no's all the time. And it's La- yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Like a huge job that we thought we had and then it just completely fell through and we'd done all this planning for it and we were like, Oh, you know, like it's still, you can't help but it getting to you. But I think that, yeah, we we have developed a thicker skin and developed ways of of having some perspective on that and, and being able to move forward and not let it dampen your spirits, which I think is really important. And for sure, at the core of that, I think also is having each other. And I think that's so important for people. You know, some people don't have a sister that they're super close with, but, you know, whether it's a friend or a partner or another family member, you know, just having someone in it with you who backs you 100% and you know no matter what you have their support, that is invaluable in life and I think in business as well. Okay, so six months into the blog, we were approached by Windsor Smith, who are an awesome shoe company in Australia that we really looked up to. We love their shoes. And they invited us into their showroom and they wanted us to design a capsule collection of shoes for them. Oh my God. Can you imagine us when we received that email we were just like in absolute hysterics like at the time Windsor Smith was like the shoe on every girl's foot and it was just like 
an absolute dream. Uh, up until that point, the collaborations that we were doing with brands was more about like modeling um, and some styling, but mostly in front of the camera stuff, which was fun. But, you know, ultimately like getting our hands dirty and having a hand in actually creating product was like, like salivating, you know, it was like the absolute dream. So we went into this meeting and it was so much fun. And they had like amazing, like colorful swatches and sequins and like every platform height and all these different styles. And they were like, yeah, sweet. Like just do whatever you want. Like just create like whatever you think that like your following will like to buy. Yeah. So we designed this line of five shoes and it went into all their stores around the country. We had posters in the front of the stores. We had our own shopping bags. Oh, that was my favorite. Yeah, we still same. have that shopping That's bag. That's legit. Did, did you throw it out the other day? No. Okay, good. I'm, I didn't. Yeah, I don't I, like I throwing things out and just does. So I, anyway, cool. I'm <laughs> That's another go. day. Yeah. <laughs> we can definitely have a whole episode on that. So the collection sold out like crazy. It went absolutely bananas. I think they even oversold on the website, which was just an absolute dream. And when that happened, we were like, okay, there is something here. Firstly, we were like, oh, making shoes sell out is so easy. You know, <laughs> like we thought we had just like designed and produced and now we're selling shoes. Yeah, we were like this shoe thing, we could do this. So we obviously decided we were going to start a shoe line because we knew everything there was to possibly know about shoes. Yeah, and like just so you know, like the only interaction we had with the previous shoes was designing them in that first meeting and then literally we did nothing. Yeah, so we really knew nothing about shoes and thought we knew everything. Exactly. So we kind of, we were just like, and oh, and we don't really have design backgrounds either. I studied fashion merchandising, which is more like the fashion business side. But you're artistic. Yes, but like in terms of drawing, uh, like, you know, technical shoe stuff, we don't know that. So yeah. we just like put the, like, put it out there to everyone in our network and we were like who can teach us about shoes like we just want to know every single thing and we started meeting for coffee and going for drinks and emailing people and just kind of trying to get as much knowledge of the industry as we could. Yeah and people were so generous with their time like it was amazing people would sit down with us and be like right this is what the straps are actually called and this is what the bottom bit is actually called an outsole by the way and <laughs> you know like we went on this crazy learning experience and at the time we had a friend in the US who worked in shoes and we kind of put it out there to him hey we're kind of interested in starting our shoe label and he was like you know what I'm actually traveling over to Hong Kong in a couple of weeks why don't you get on a plane and come with me and I'll introduce you to my suppliers I'll tell you everything you need to know so we got on a plane we'd never met this guy before we'd only spoken to him via email we yeah had, like the whole situation was as ridiculous as it sounds like our boyfriends were like what do you mean you're going to meet this stranger man who you've only talked to on email who you don't know what he looks like in Hong Kong and you're gonna go on a week trip with him we were like yeah what sounds wrong with that that sounds like a great idea it was a great idea in the end. Yeah, so he introduced us to these amazing suppliers. He is still to this day our very good friend and shoe mentor. And that was how Tubes was born. And I think over the coming episodes, we really want to talk to you more about Tubes, which is our, now our in-house label. How to Live has come a really long way and it's gone from being this daily diary to being an online fashion platform. We're about to launch a multi-brand retail site um, that not only stocks tubes but also other up-and-coming Australian designers. 
And we're at this like really exciting time in our business where, you know, for the first few years, it was literally just the two of us and maybe, you know, one other person at any given time where now, you know, we've really built out our team and we've got like girls in the office. And, and we have an office and it's pink. It's pink and we have office dogs and it's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> if you watch this on video, you can see Pam, they will make appearances. But yeah, so what, you know, we're, we're running this business and, and we're constantly learning every single day and I think that's where the podcast comes in you know that we 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 have had along our journey so many amazing mentors be so generous with their time and help us and teach us and we really just want to like open the forum and just you know we're constantly learning and we feel like there's so much opportunity for shared learning with our community so let's talk about mentors for a sec yeah mentors are the key to our success completely like we didn't realize this actually it was about a year after we'd started tubes or maybe six months even that we got into this startup program and we were automatically allocated a couple of mentors and we were like, okay, this sounds cool. We feel like we could use a little help because we're drowning in this fashion business shoe label thing that we thought was a really good idea. And we got paired with a couple of amazing mentors that really helped us and shared their knowledge and really built us up to where we are today. And one of those men, actually both of them, both of them we still chat to now. And so, you know, since then we've gone on to have a bunch of different mentors and we now have this kind of pool of people who we draw upon when we need, depending on what we need. And, you know, it really is a mutually beneficial relationship where often that mentor is somebody who's really experienced and, you know, you feel like you couldn't possibly teach them anything, but we've gotten the feedback that through mentoring, they've learned a lot as well. We support their businesses. We help them out wherever we can. Obviously, social media is something that um, gave us our start and is something we know pretty well. So we give back in that way. And so, yeah, that was where this idea for this podcast came about was, you know, we're having these private conversations with these mentors and why wouldn't we be having them in public with all of you guys and sharing that knowledge? Totally. And, you know, that's business related and about building your brand and how to run, you know, a day-to-day business. But then it's also personal. And, you know, I think we're all listening to podcasts and trying to like figure out how to live our best lives. And we thought it's such a cool, fun forum to be able to do it in. And I don't know if you've noticed yet, but we are very, very honest people. We don't hold back at all. We are happy to share our wins, our losses and everything in between. And so we really just want this to be a place where we are completely honest with you guys about what's going on in our mainly work life, but you know, we're relevant personal lives as well. And for you to kind of come on this journey with us and hopefully you'll get as many learnings out of it as we do. And so the podcast will have a strong female theme. You know, a lot of our mentors are incredibly established business women that we love to learn from. And something that we've kind of discovered through ourselves getting into business is that there aren't enough of us around. 
what is going on? Where are all our lady friends? Totally. Like even when we were on that accelerator program, when we just started Tubes, we were the only women in the program. Like, and it was an awesome program. And there were so many amazing entrepreneurs and 10 of them were men. And then there was just us. And they did mention to us as well that they wanted more women. They just didn't really have many applications. And then, you know, we started to kind of research why that is and why women don't feel like they can put themselves out there as much as men and you know let's all just get on board and be powerful chicks woohoo go girls so something that we've also started through our business is too good which is this initiative where we give grants to other female entrepreneurs looking to start their own business and that's something that's super important to us so we kind of went all right this is the issue why aren't there that many women in business? And we think, you know, there's definitely a confidence issue. And having had so many amazing female mentors donate their time to us, we thought, all right, we want to be giving this back, not only through a money grant. So we give grants of up to $5,000 at a time to women looking to start their own businesses, but also we want to mentor those women. So We are just about to give our first grant, which we're super excited about, and we will definitely be talking about that more on the podcast. We can't wait to share with you who this incredible woman is. And, you know, values in general is something that's really important to us to bring to our business. We are huge, huge animal lovers, as you will hear heaps about, no doubt. Oof, I love animals. They're so cute. They're so cute. (laughs) Yeah, we, we have an animal right next to us, actually. He keeps getting up and wagging his tail and ruining our audio. So, yeah, being animal-friendly is something that is really important to us. Um, Tubes, our shoe label, is completely animal-friendly and all of the brands that we stock through the How to Live store um, are also animal-friendly. We actually have had a couple of pop-up shops for the How to Live store so far, which have been awesome. Obviously pink. Is there any other colour? No, I, I see in pink. I just see, like dogs see in black and white, I just see in pink. I just want to see in pink. True. Well, I just see in pink because we keep putting pink everywhere. So it's yeah. really good. <laughs> that's true. And another thing that's really important to us in everything that we do is bringing that inclusivity aspect. So right from the beginning when we launched How to Live, you know, we had people coming to us saying, wow, you know, you guys are giving me the confidence to like not care about what other people think. And that is just like the best Beyonce song to our ears. It is like absolute absolute gold to us and we just feel like everyone should feel like they have a place and your place is with us so that's really important to us as well just you know keeping in mind that we not want to we don't want to exclude anybody and if someone feels unwelcome they are always welcome at how to live totally we are a safe happy place and we love it when we throw events and we get all our followers together and it people say to us what's your demographic we're like people love to ask what your demographic is i know but for us it's it's so diverse you there's no just straightforward answers to that because we'll just you know have this huge range of people it's not just for women it's not just for young people it's really really it's just like we're a bunch of misfits who all came together because we don't care and we fit in here exactly so we thought it could be a little bit fun if we wrap this one up with some quick fire questions to each other just so you can learn a little bit more about us we don't want to overload you on the info because there is plenty of time for that over the coming years as we established. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's go with the quick fires. Okay. So we actually haven't told each other what these questions are. So we literally have no idea and whatever reactions you hear are totally genuine. So 
Here we go. I, Steph, am asking you, Jess, quick fire <laughs> questions. Ready? And if you were expelled from Australia, what country would you live in? Oh, I was going to say Hawaii. That's not a country. I'd live in the US, but I'd go to Hawaii. Yeah? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite yoga pose? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> About yoga? Yeah, I knew you were going to say, you're... what's your favorite yoga pose? I just felt it. Because oh, you're a yogi. happy baby. Okay, I don't know what that is. You can show me later. Favorite color, M&M? Brown. Oh, I thought you were going to say blue. Because of Matthew McConaughey and uh, how is it going today? No, no, no. It's <gasps> oh, wedding pride. planner. No, it's the yeah, wedding yeah, planner. Yeah, 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 wedding yeah. Planner. What celebrity would you leave your boyfriend for? Oh, there are so many. <laughs> I um, hope he doesn't listen to this. Uh, hi, Smells. Um, ooh. Zac Efron, because I wanted to from High School Musical when I was little. Okay, if you could eliminate one problem from the world, what would it be? Uh, homelessness. Cool. That was fun. Uh, and people eating animals, but I just never think that's going to happen. Yeah, but you, it was a fantasy. Okay, both. Um, okay, my turn. Yep. Uh, what did you study at uni? Professional communication. Do you want to explain it to people? Yeah, it I was. Like people like to know. Totally. It just makes me sound fancy if I just leave it at professional communication. But it was a combination of media, journalism, and PR. Cool. Uh, what's your favorite thing to order on Uber Eats? So many things, so many things. I'm going to go with Spud Bar because I get that all the time. I knew it was going to be Spud Bar. I mean, it's not my favorite. It's just my staple. Yeah, okay. Your ultimate podcast guest? Oh, Iris Outfell. Good one. Um, okay, what app do you spend the most time on, on your phone? At the moment, it's actually Headspace. That's a great answer. Good for you. I was embarrassed for you if it would be Instagram. Definitely not Instagram. Um, okay, last question. Who do you love most out of all our animals? Oh my God, I was, I'm not even kidding. I was actually going to ask you that. No. Um, okay, I'm going to say Hallie because she's the oldest. Good one. Hallie. That's, so guys, just so you know, we have, how many animals do we have? Whoa. We have a lot of animals, but Hallie is our 16-year-old cat, and so she has our heart. We have three dogs and two cats. It's a lot. Yeah. So in case you're probably confused by you see them on Insta stories, people always write to us, holy crap, how many animals do you guys have? That's how many, three dogs, two cats. Okay, well, I think that's all from us today. Yeah, that was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, leave some feedback. However, you leave feedback on, on podcasts. We'll figure it out. Totally. Um, yeah, we're super excited about starting this journey with you. We've got some amazing guests lined up and we just can't wait to get podding, podcasting. <laughs> can't wait. All right, thanks so much for listening. We will see you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. everyone for tuning in we hope you enjoyed it if you're as excited as we are about our podcast launching please click subscribe we're going to be launching new episodes every monday starting this monday thank you so much to the team who helped us make this podcast happen our audio producer giddy heine our producer simone polanen all the way from new york social media and interview coordinator bianca whitner melissa him thank you for our amazing podcast cover artwork Claire Roche, thank you for always relocating when we have an interview. And Causey for our incredible theme song. We love it.